Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. So before we dive into our new fallacy for today, let's do a quick review. I want to review the post-hoke ergo propter hoke fallacy, which we shortened to just post-hoke. When translated, that means after this, therefore, on account of this. And I know it's a mouthful, but basically what it means, the post-hoke fallacy is concluding that since X happened before Y, then X had to have caused Y. Well, that's not necessarily the case. There could have been several other things that caused Y to happen. This fallacy is sometimes called the false cause fallacy. And the question that you can ask yourself if you think you might be facing a a post-hoke fallacy is this. Is it really true that this is the thing that caused that outcome or could there be another more likely cause? Is it really true that this is the thing that caused that outcome or could there be another more likely cause? If you want to hear more about the post-hook fallacy, go back and check it out in episode six of the podcast. All right, so the new fallacy that we are diving into and going to be talking about today is called the red herring. A red ha- a red herring fallacy, and yes, it's spelled H-E-R-R-I-N-G. It's a fish. <laughs> it is referring to the fish. So a red herring fallacy happens when someone goes off topic and introduces something completely irrelevant into the conversation or into the argument. It's a way of avoiding the question and creating a distraction so they don't actually have to address the original argument. Let me give you a little bit of background um, about how it came to be called the red herring fallacy. And I promise you will never forget this one because it's a really good visual. So a red herring is a type of dead fish. It is a herring that has been turned red during the process of smoking it. So it's a smoked herring that looks red because of the smoking process. So these red herrings were used at some point in history by dog trainers to teach their dogs to stay on a scent that they were tracking. So what they would do is they would create a scent trail of whatever they were trying to teach their dogs how to track. Let's say in this case, it's a turkey. So after they laid out the turkey scented trail, they would then drag a stinky, smelly, dead red herring across the trail and going in a different direction. And the point of this was to train the dogs to continue tracking the turkey and not get taken off track by the red herring scent. Okay, so have you ever watched a movie where a plot twist or uh, a character was introduced that led you to a conclusion that turned out to be false in the end? Well, that was a red herring being used in a movie. It's also used in books as a literary device to make the book more interesting and to make you wonder and to create suspense and drama and all of that. Okay, so that's a red herring. It's when somebody introduces a new topic or goes off track with something that's completely unrelated uh, to get off track of the original argument. All right, let me give you a few examples of a red herring. So a kid says, I think I need new gloves. My hands are freezing when I go outside in the snow. And the dad replies, well, when I was a kid, I had to walk to school uphill both ways and snow up to my knees and I wasn't allowed to complain. 
Okay, do you see how the dad changed the subject? <laughs> the kid was saying he needs better gloves. And the dad diverted the attention from the real issue by focusing on an issue that was only slightly re related. It wasn't really even relevant to the topic at hand. Now, red herrings can get a little tricky because sometimes a red herring will sound like and may even be a good argument, but they become a red herring when they don't prove the point being argued and instead prove another point. Okay, let me give you an example. A politician might be asked, what steps, what steps would you take to lower inflation and strengthen the economy? Uh, to which the politician might reply with what every fiscally strong country needs is confidence in its government. And the best way to create confidence is by being open and transparent at the highest level. We need more accountability. Now, is his answer correct? Sure, that sounds good. That's right. But did it answer the question that was being asked? No, it didn't. It was meant to avoid answering the question, making it a red herring. So the answer doesn't have to be silly. It doesn't have to be weird. It can actually be correct. But if it's not addressing the original question or the original argument, that makes it a red herring. Or let me give you another example. John says, I'm really disappointed that you weren't there to help me paint my house last week like you promised. Courtney replies, oh yeah? Well, what about that time you didn't show up at my retirement party? Okay, so even though Courtney may have a legitimate issue about not John not showing up at her retirement party, she's still committing a red herring fallacy by not addressing John's question of the broken promise about painting the house. Okay, so when, when anybody introduces something new that isn't relative to the original point to get off topic, that is a red herring. So here's the question you can ask yourself to determine if someone is committing a red herring fallacy. Is that really the argument that's being made here, or am I being distracted from the real question? Let me say it again. Is that really the argument that's being made here, or am I being distracted from the real question? All right, so there you have it. That is the red herring fallacy. And the next fallacy that I'm going to introduce you to is called special pleading, and it's actually another type of red herring fallacy. So remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughabraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filter it through a brain cell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughbraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life. 